Middle and high school cross-country athletes receive 20% off regular price shoes and spikes for the month of July and August, only at Three Rivers Running Company in Fort Wayne. Indiana Runner Podcast Season 6, Episode 7. Taylor Marshall and I go through boys' teams ranked 25 down to 12, the likely state meet teams. Let's hit it. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. All right. We are doing the likely state meet teams. Teams ranked 12 to 25 for the boys. Colin out to vote. Taylor Marshall, Indiana Runner Podcast. You, you ready? Let's do this, Colin. Let's get right into it. So on the earlier one, we uh, each found one team in every five to highlight. Now we're just going to talk about each of these teams quickly. Yeah. In depth. Number 25, Evansville Wrights. They are the fifth ranked team in the modern day regional. So the regional is moving. The state meet qualifying is moving from Brown County to Evansville. Uh, Evansville Wrights made it last year, and it was the first time they'd made it since 1957, and they did it, Taylor, with five sophomores and one freshman. Yeah. Really so, impressive there. I think uh, it'll be fun to watch the battle between Wrights and probably Edgewood for the last spot out of that modern day regional. Um, but that's a really cool uh, streak snapped last year. So even though they are the fifth ranked team in the modern day regional and the top five are going to move on, they only have a 32.9% chance to make the state meet. So it seems like the top four are pretty likely in. And then the uh, next four, five, six are are decently close. And you named one team, which is Edgewood, yeah. um, and maybe some other teams that could factor into that. So, thirty two point nine percent chance. They do have two great front runners who are both juniors, which makes sense because th their their lineup is going to be probably five juniors this year, maybe uh, maybe even six. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Nolan and, and Sawyer Mossberger, who were both almost did an all state level. And probably will be this year. Anything else on rights? I like I like their chances to make it. I don't I don't I like their chances better than thirty two point nine. Yeah, um, I think that sounds kind of low, but uh, again, there are a couple of teams who will be pretty close, and it's going to be tough for them to finish fourth because of some other schools who are in the mix. So you know, three three four teams fighting for one spot. We'll see. Number 24, Chittard. Chittard is moving from Shelbyville to the Brownsburg Regional, as, as many teams are. Chittard uh, last qualified for state in 2005, which was, by my math, was 18 years ago. It doesn't seem that long to me. Yeah. Uh, they're the sixth-ranked team in that Brownsburg Regional, so they would be the first team out. And we'll get to the fifth-ranked team um, even the fourth ranked team in this, the it's sixth in the regional. They have a twenty five point three percent chance to make the state meet. And again, they're moving from that Shelbyville 
uh, semi-state to the new Brownsburg Regional. So more Indianapolis area teams, I think, will make it. Right. Because of the splitting that up, basically, between Shelbyville and Brownsburg now. Although moving some indie area teams back into Shelbyville. You know, Chittard is kind of interesting because they've got three pretty strong guys up front. And then there's a bit of a drop off at four or five, but they're also a private school that's able to pull in across the city. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if they can find maybe a talented freshman who comes in or there's, you know, a kid who makes a big leap, but they're looking for one of those two pieces. And then they, with that, they could look to advance. And that, that's what I think they're going to need um, to make it out is that their top three are solid. And they're, the guy that I think is going to be their best runner this fall, or at least has the highest potential, has the highest ceiling, is J.D. Haynes, who's going to be a junior. And as a sophomore, he ran 429, which is good, and then 931, which is excellent. Yeah. And uh, Max Bourgeois is was 25th last year at the semi-state. He's going into his senior year. The the thing I wrote in the um, bio for Chatard is that it is it is now or never though with right. those two because there's just not a lot of depth there. And I I think they make it if they get like a 1630 level guy coming in that wasn't on their team last year and if not even if their top three are so good it's just there's just going to be too many other teams at that level who don't have to go that far back for their fifth right just their fifth will get buried and that'll be it right number 23 mount vernon mount vernon is seventh in the shelbyville regional mount vernon hasn't qualified for the state meet since 2015 they have an 18.3% chance to make the state meet, which isn't very high. And in that Shelbyville regional, the top five teams are pretty separate. Yeah. Based on preseason stuff, right? I mean, as soon as the meets start, we get to that first weekend on August 12th. And certainly when we get to August 19th or August 26th, it's we'll know a lot more. Um, but based on the simulations and stuff now, 18.3% chance to make the state meet. They they do have six back from last year, but the one that graduated was he was all state, I believe. I, mean, I think he was really high up at the state meet. Yeah. And it was very high up in the 800. Yeah. So my thought on Mount Vernon, I think with their with their regional and their loss of uh a front runner here, I think their best bet is the we'll see them develop this year with some of the guys they have and return to the state meet next year. I think they're a team to watch in 2024. And on, now obviously the farther out you go, uh, the less reliable it is. Not that, not that it's set in stone based on the uh, preseason data coming in because it's high school sports and there's movement and there's newcomers and things that don't. And it hasn't updated for track uh performances which i think it will at some point 2024 mount vernon uh is also the seventh ranked team in shelbyville okay so this would be current current sophomores and juniors only 
Um, and they, but it gives them a 31.6% chance to make it. Yeah. So I, I think what's hard about that is, is that, uh, some of those teams in Shelbyville that have moved back in Hamilton, Southeastern, very young team. We'll get to them later. Uh, you know, Fishers is obviously always going to be solid. Yeah. There's just, there's, there's enough in the Shelbyville regional that you're always, those, those teams are almost always locks to make it. Noblesville right. has kind of emerged as a, as a team in that category as well. So there's really only two open spots. Once you get both of the HSE uh, district schools and Noblesville and Franklin central has got a very young team too. So it's just, it's, it's going to be tough to make it out these next couple of years. Uh, number 21, I'm sorry, we didn't do 22, which we will right now. Uh, number 22, Burbuff, Brownsburg Regional, number five. Burbuff has made it four years in a row. They have a 29.2% chance to make the state meet. Remember, they're ranked fifth in that Brownsburg Regional, both by our committee of one uh, and INCC stats. INCC stats, 29.2% chance to make it. They're coming from Shelbyville along with Carmel, Zionsville, uh, North Central, I think would kind of be their uh, area schools for Burbuff. Yeah. So Burbuff, I to me, is one of, if not maybe the biggest beneficiary of this new realignment. If you look at their uh, projections or preseason rating on INCC stats before the realignment, I believe they were like 10th in the Shelbyville semi-state. And uh, that would be really hard to advance. Well, we shift some teams around and all of a sudden you're sitting fifth, albeit just under 30% chance to advance, but you're still sitting fifth in that regional and odds are way better for you. Uh, and again, like I mentioned with Shatar, this is a school that can pull kids from, you know, the north side of Indy, uh, northern suburbs and across the whole city. So, um, yeah, this they got to be pretty pumped about that down on 86th Street. Yeah, so INCC stats had the simulations up and Burbuff had just a 6.4% chance to make it based on the old realignment. And now that that is skyrocketing up. Now it's only 30, but they are, based on what we know now, they're five, nearly five times more likely to make it to the state meet. This is another school kind of like Chittard and they're, they're similar uh, because they're both indie area private schools that don't Burbuff has no feeder schools Chittard right. has some like catholic middle schools around that they're they're pulling like this is technically a feeder to that or well or like as christ the king as an example is is literally next door and that's right. a, yeah so and there's a that doesn't mean you're going to go there but there is no Burbuff feeder at all that's why you see a lot of advertisements for Burbuff. And I, I don't remember ever seeing an advertisement for Chittard or for Garen. Um, if Burbuff were to get in a, a freshman, that that would help. I think they're definitely in the mix. But 29.2% for a team that is ranked fifth, right? So they are projected based on that to move on. That's a really low number to me. Yeah. It just kind of shows that it seems like it's it's open. It's wide it's open, open down those top four. Yeah. Top three really set. Top four still feeling good, but that five mm -hmm. through eight could be close. 
yeah, top three, I think would be locks. And then I, I would consider the number four team who we'll get to in just a little bit here to be a um, very likely. Yeah. Uh, number 21, Greenfield Central. This is always one of my favorite teams. You know Greenfield Central's mascot is? Uh, they are the, are they the Eagles? Cougars. The Cougars. How did I, I need? I need an I Heart Cougar shirt, but it needs to be in uh, blue and and yellow, Greenfield yeah. colors. We can wear our uh, Cougar shirts together somewhere. Yeah, somebody, somebody from Greenfield's got to make that. Maybe me. our undisclosed location in Central Indiana, where we like to have a post race uh, meeting. Yeah. Oh, we had a pre race meeting last night that went to about ten thirty. It's pretty tired this morning. Um, Greenfield has never made the state. They are the sixth ranked team in the Shelbyville regional. And yeah. as we've mentioned, the top five teams uh, seem pretty secure as evidenced by the fact that Greenfield at sixth is given just a 15.6% chance to make yeah. the state meet. And we'll get into some of these teams that are ranked fourth and fifth in the Shelbyville regional and their percentage chance is much, much higher um, than Greenfield. They I'm, have six. Uh, go ahead. I'm kind of in on them. I feel really good about Greenfield. I think they could make it. I, yeah, I said uh, that I think where they're headed, <clears throat> that you look for them to be at the state meet here for the first time. I think that the realignment helps them. I think they're not that far off the fifth team when things are, when we actually go to race and uh, I would buy baby buy at 15.6%. Are you kidding me? They, they have six back and they had a really good spring. Two of their individual, uh, two of their returners were individual state meet qualifiers. Right. And they're in the regional with Center Grove and Columbus North, which were two uh, podium teams in cross country that had good individuals. And they're, they're, two of their guys found a way to make it to the state meet. Yeah. Yeah, we I, we have Greenfield twenty first. INCC stats has Greenfield twenty second, so I guess it's not all that different. Um, the realignment helped them. The realignment helped them in the sense that they moved up higher in the pecking order, so they're sixth at the Shelbyville Regional versus ninth in the Shelbyville Semi State. It didn't help their percentage chance all that much. Yeah, I think if you're if you're buying Greenfield stock, which I've got, mo I've really cornered the market. I did the Elon Musk uh, hostile Twitter takeover with Greenfield? It's going to work out better for Greenfield than it is for Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, we're solid. We know we'll be good. We've got these, this top three of established good distance runners. That if we can stay, you know, stay healthy, which is that's always part of it. Sure. We can maybe bank on chaos on some of the teams above us. And and one of those five could be significantly worse than we think. Right. And maybe, I, especially if it's a younger team or something, and then we could find our way into the top five. Yeah. Also, the last point on that, the INCC stats just had them ranked 22nd. I think they go up inside or just inside the top 20, maybe after the uh, track season or, or maybe the place or two. 
they could. I just, I just think they're real. I just think they're really solid. Yeah. And I remember their guys coming to our first showcase and thinking like, this is, this is the team to watch. Yeah. Um, in the semi-state last year, they have a senior named Carter Crouch. Um, he ran 17-18 at the semi-state. He finished 93rd. It's not very high. But in the track season, he ran 420 and 938. He'll be much improved this fall. Right. And sometimes you see a guy who runs 420 and maybe they can run 156 or whatever. Um, but he he ran 938. Yeah. So he, he could be, I've always thought now, this was maybe before super spikes, but like, if you had boys that ran under 430 and under 940, like they can really help you out. If you've got a, a like a state championship level team, if you got five of those back from the season before, or like, yeah. like a Nike Nationals level team. So now he's not their fifth guy, he's more like their third. Um, but that that top three for them could be could be pretty solid. And then, you know, how exciting was their summer? Who's who's at practice? Are they getting in all their running? And I I, I would bet they are. Yeah. I did say there was a thread on Indiana Runner, which was uh, who should be the number one boys team, which is a pretty good topic because those the top two seem pretty close. Yeah. And somebody got on there and was like, well, Greenfield's going to be pretty good. It's like, yes, totally agreed. That's not the topic here. Unless you th- really but think the number one team, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, the, maybe, that's what, maybe that's what that guy meant. Ah. Uh, I'm very high on Greenfield. Not that high. Not that high. Number 20, Fort Wayne Homestead. Homestead's in the New Haven Regional. They haven't made it to the state meet since 2019. And when they were there, they barely missed the podium. I think it was only a point. Homestead has an 82.6% chance to make the state meet because they're in the New Haven Regional. Yeah. Which is the the least, least the least. Now let's let's be kind. Uh well, the source well, here. It is the least treacherous of the paths to the state right. meet. You know what? We'll wait for the Patreon for this for to tell you. <laughs> you can hear what Taylor really thinks about that. Yeah. Going to patreon.com slash Indiana Runner and subscribing. Uh Homestead has nearly 2,500 students. And looking through the um results of the middle school state meet, there are two homestead feeder schools. One is called Summit and the other is called Woodside. Both of them had uh, multiple athletes run very competitively at the middle school state meet. Okay. They were a very, very young team last year as well. Homestead didn't make it out of the sectional last year. So they yeah. like they didn't advance on any of the, the three rounds before the state meet, yeah. but they're they're locked in and they will make it this year. Yeah, I agree. That'll change this year. That covered on Homestead? Covered. Summit and Woodside. Summit and Woodside. Homestead is in the southwest portion of Allen County. Carroll is in the northwest portion of Allen County. Write this down. There'll be a quiz later, everybody. Yep. And you can listen to the quiz by, well, I'm not going to promise a quiz. There's not going to be one, but you should subscribe to the Patreon. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, Number 19, Avon. Avon is the fourth ranked team in the Brownsburg Regional. Homestead is the third ranked team in the New Haven Regional. I don't know if I said that. 
Um, Avon has missed four consecutive state meets, but they made five straight, which were the only five that Avon has made it on the boys in school history. Avon has given a 53.1% chance to make the state meet. What do you got on Avon? Uh, I like Avon's front running, right? So you got a Sam Clore, you got a strong uh, leader right there. And, and I mean, he could be in the top, he could be in the top 10 in the state meet. He's right. definitely at times shown potential to be not necessarily at the, you know, Provenzano, Todd, Conway, Quagley, Rolly range. But other than that, I think he's, he, he has, he's next he's, tier down. Yeah. Yeah. Showcase that he could be in the mix with, with that next tier of guys. Right. So you're looking at a team scoring uh, single digit points throughout the year and then some solid depth. So I think the Orioles make it back to the state meet for the first time in four years. I think they'll make it. I, they had a, they had a pretty solid track season as well. Yeah. Uh, 3,500 students. That was, I don't know where this ranks this year, but I have saved on my phone the, the, schools by enrollment from two years ago two years ago that was the 10th biggest enrollment in india uh we're we're kind of flying through these two um and at, at the beginning of our of our next one on our on our patreon we've we'll tie up some loose ends we've got stuff for these but we gotta we gotta keep moving here uh number 18 Penn. Penn is ranked fourth in the new prairie region they had been for years in the new haven and some teams are moving from New Haven to New Prairie. Penn is one of them. Some teams are moving from New Prairie to New Haven, such as Warsaw, who we'll, who we'll get into here soon. Uh, New Haven, or Penn, rather, in New Prairie has a 91.6% chance to make the state meet. So fourth. Oh, yeah. So compare that to the fourth-ranked team in the Brownsburg Regional, which is 53%, or the... fifth ranked team in the modern day regional, which is only 32.9% chance. So very likely, well, I would probably call that a lock actually. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. Um, lock lock it Scott, up. Scott would say it's not, there's 8.1%. They don't make it. It's not a lock. Uh, Penn has 3,600 students, which was the eighth biggest enrollment two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. They're, they're a lock to get in. They are uh, really tough. And we don't get to see them very often, but um, yeah, they're going to make it. Not much to add there. Bloomington South. Bloomington South has made six consecutive state meets. They are the fourth ranked team in the modern day regional. At some point, are we going to stop calling it? Or am I going to stop calling it modern day and just call it the Evansville regional? Uh, maybe, but for now, we'll stick with Evansville modern day as yeah. the graciously host. Uh, 89.5% chance to make the state meet. Great front running there. 903 and 921 in the track season. Yeah. And you said they got one more returner who's gone sub 10 as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think sub 10 is a, a pretty decent barometer, even in the super spike era of this guy's going to be pretty competitive. Yeah you could stack up a bunch of sub twos and you'll hit on some of them. Yeah. But if a, if a boy ran under 10 minutes or a girl ran under 12 minutes, I think you've got, you've got a pretty good, um, 
you know, if you had five of them, you're probably going to make the state. If you had five returners under 10, which not many teams have, um, you've got a pretty good chance like to make it out of any, any semi-state. In fact, yeah. you're getting, you're getting into maybe podium range. Right. So Bloomington, especially South, when the first two are 903 and 921. Yeah. That's, that's really nice. Uh, especially that 903. Um, yeah. Bloomington South, you know, they, they're always ready. It feels like uh, they always are, are running well at the end of the year. Uh, great tradition, uh, very well coached team from Larry Williams. So um, just a, a really exciting group um, that I think we'll, you know, see uh, possibly uh, right maybe, maybe around that 10th spot come the state meet. They could move up. They could do well there. They could. Number 16, Warsaw. Warsaw, we wouldn't have thought a year ago that a team would be excited to be taken out of the New Prairie path. Yeah. But they are because they're moving from New Prairie to New Haven. Yeah, uh, <laughs> say it again. Uh, would you call it the least treacherous path? Is that the, the least uh, treacherous path? PC way to put it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Warsaw had a six-year absence from the state meet three years ago. They uh, ended that drought, and now they've made it three consecutive state meets. And I got good news for you if you're a fan of the Tigers, because uh, that that. Uh, that state meat streak is going to continue uh, being on the least treacherous path. Uh, yeah. 89.6% chance to make the state meet. Remember what I said was that magic, that magic time in the 3,200? Uh, 10 minutes. Colin. Okay. So mm -hmm. if, if you got returners under 10 minutes, they're going to help you out. And yeah. you, you score how many in cross country? Uh, one, two, three, uh, five. Warsaw has five returners under 10 minutes. Ooh, that sounds pretty good to me, man. So five, five returners plus going through New Haven. We'll see you there. We'll see you in Terre Haute. We'll see you there. Book your tickets now. Um, Warsaw, I think, uh, showed a ton of improvement over last year. I think they finished the season around 26th on INCC stats. Uh, like you said, picked up a lot uh, during this track season with the five guys under 10 minutes. And they had the great path. Uh, I, I think they should be pretty excited about what they see this upcoming year. Uh, I got a lot more in the notebook on Warsaw, but again, we're going to, we're going to keep it, keep it moving here. Try to keep these two. We're limited to 40 minutes and we'll probably try to keep uh, these to closer to half hour though. We're getting half hour right now. Uh, number 15, Center Grove. Center Grove is the fifth ranked team in the Shelbyville regional. Uh, Center Grove has finished pretty high up in the Shelbyville semi-state the last few years and the teams that have beaten uh, Center Grove the last three years at the semi-state level are all out. Yeah. Carmel, Zionsville, or Buff. Yep. Um, they had the best year in school history last year. Center Grove was our number one preseason team by, by quite a bit. And then the news of the uh ty garrett um Return. moving back to indiana re yeah returning from colorado that that came in and it was like official after the rankings were dropped um, yeah. although we kind of knew about it and alluded to it on our on our preview podcast uh the last year we just did one this year we're doing four you're welcome four year state meet streak for center grove 
which are the only qualifications they've had to the state finals. I almost said Terre Haute. Some, not all of them were in Terre Haute. Uh, the, the state meet in school history. And it was all kind of on that class, right? I mean, they had, right. I think they, the first year they made it, I think they ran four or five freshmen at the state meet. Yeah. Um, they have a 70.1% chance to make the state meet. They have nearly 2,900 students, which that's that seemed low to me. Low. Yeah, that, that seems, seems low. I mean, it's lower than I would have thought. I would have thought they were they're, they're the 17th biggest school in the state. I would have thought, just given athletic success, that they'd be more like the eighth biggest school in the state. Yeah, I agree with you. That's surprising. Uh, anything on Center Grove? Um, I have a lot to say on Center Grove on the Patreon. I think for right now, I'm going to say that uh, 70 seems high. 70% seems high. I also have a lot in the notebook. Yeah. And I, I think that's the Patreon. I, you know, the longtime coach, um, Howard Harrell, who does a good, who is, who is like legitimately maybe the nicest guy in the state. For like sure. Among yeah. all the coaches. Yeah. And does a good job. And, and, and um, with the boys, and wants to do what's right with the boys. Right. Yeah. And I think they had, there's got to be part of them after, even though it was the best year in school history and they, they were third at the state meet um, and finished ahead of Zionsville and, and very nearly beat us, us being Cornwall at the Nike regional. There's obviously got to be some disappointment at the end of that cross country season. Um but a lot of their boys had good track seasons and there's two of them who I think could be at an all state level. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I'm very interested. Center girls, not a team for me that piques my interest, like Greenfield central or someone like that, but I'm just interested to see how it goes this year. I, yeah. I wonder if there's some, there's no way to make up for losing those five seniors and those three, like all state level it's high certainly not in terms of scoring points there isn't but i wonder if there's a bit of an addition by subtraction there yeah uh and if we'll probably have more after yeah on, on the second podcast here um number 14 lake central this is another team that interests me um lake central number three at the new prairie regional they qualified for three of the last four years at the state meet prior to that they didn't make it for three years in a row uh, they have a 78.4% chance to make the state meet. They, like a lot of these teams that we've talked about, um, maybe not like overwhelming depth, not five guys broke 10 or eight guys broke 10 um, or, you know, seven broke 17 minutes and are coming back this year. But they do have a great top three, 933, 934, and 418 and the 418 was a freshman and just didn't run the 3200 uh the 418 is probably their best kid so if your second and third best kids ran 933 and 934 in the track season at least through three you're one of the eight best teams in the state yeah uh they do have 30 nearly 3100 students say the 13th biggest enrollment uh, two years ago, although two years ago they had 3,200 students, so they've lost 100 in their enrollment. Um, yeah. Anything well, on Lake Central? 
Yeah. I've got a lot on Lake Central, but I will we'll save it. Yeah. I know yeah. this is a team that you're you're big on here. Um, you know, like you said, a great top three. And and then there's some a couple solid guys uh, at four five, and the path is helpful through New Prairie. And I think that you know this is a group that seems to be doing all the right things, and um, you know they're, they're going to continue to benefit from that. So uh, I do like Lake Central. Uh, I think it's going to be hard for them to maybe kind of move up to the next at, like tier because of just who's ahead of them. But I think they're uh, obviously a lock at the state meet and a team that could, you know, surprise some people, but I think they're doing the right things. I think they could move. I think they could be a top 10 team. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say like, Oh, in a more normal year, maybe they could be a podium team, but I, I think normal years are over. And I think this is just what it's going to take from now on to be a, a podium level team. Yeah. And, you know, going back, Noblesville was fifth last year at the state meet the year before that, we were Carmel was fifth. Like I don't see no Lake Central getting up to that level necessarily, um, but this this freshman that they have is could be the real deal. Cool, good, 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 good. I mean, four eighteen over sixteen hundred. He has the fifth fastest freshman time ever. Yeah. Uh, number thirteen. This is a team with a lot of potential, but I think they may be a year away, or they may be a year away from being a year away. Um. Hamilton Southeastern ranked fourth in the Shelbyville regional. They're, they're coming back from new Haven down to the, the central Indiana, one of the central Indiana regionals, the one through Shelbyville, um, five consecutive state meets, 12 of the last 14. This is 75.1% chance to make the state meet. And that to me seems low. Um, they're getting potentially the best freshman in the state. And they had two freshmen break 10 minutes last year. And then one of them was under 940. I think it's actually possible that their three best boys are, are a freshman and two sophomores. Um, 3,400 students. That was the sixth highest enrollment two years ago. So we arrived at the same conclusion here about HSC, right? I said they, they could finish the season just outside the podium. Like they're yeah. sixth. But feel really good about a podium run in 24. And I, I'm interested on their, their freshman um, because he, he was the, he was the Hamilton County champion as a seventh grader, which is basically unheard of in cross country. Sometimes seventh yeah. graders might win one of the distance races at the County track meet, but it, Almost never does a seventh grader win cross country on the boys' side. Yeah. Uh, he was second or third this year um, and had had some sort of basketball injury and missed like a ton of like a, like a really serious, whatever it was, was a really serious, like uh, not overuse, but like a trauma, like, you know, falling and breaking your leg or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he also has run like 157. And what does he run over 400? Uh, 50. Ooh, he's, I think he's. Has he gone under 50? I might've been sub 50. I want to say here and, this past summer he went. In the open. In the open. So that. he's obviously a generational talent. Yeah. I don't know, knowing that he didn't win the county, middle school, county, 
his eighth grade year over 3000 like is he more affected from going from 3000 to 5000 than say some of the other kids who who ran 208 or 210 versus 157 157 right. for an eighth grader is like unbelievable it is crazy. unbelievable that's a that's a good that's good at any high school. Like, you know, think yeah. school. it's a good, it's a good freshman. No, that's a great freshman. That's a, it's a good junior. Like that's, that's just a good, three, it's crazy. Three teams ran under 740 at the state meet this year. Yeah. In track. And each of them had at least one kid that ran 157 in that. Yeah. You know, that's, again, that's an event that's usually dominated by older boys typically because right. the demand. Uh, well, not for long, not yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, okay. Three minutes to go. We can do this. Uh, number 12, Fort Wayne Concordia, New Haven Regional, number one, state meet in seven of the last eight years, 98.6% chance to make the state meet this year. Even I think that's too low. They've got a very solid top four. These are four different boys, 947, 948, 429, 432. This is the cutoff. I don't see Concordia as currently constructed as a potential podium team, but they're, they're solid. They're they're very good. Yeah, I very agree. Good. I I would say look for them inside the top 10, but probably not going to be on the podium. Uh, okay, well, we're going to move on. We're in our last two minutes here. We timed this out really well. Um, we, we did save some stuff because we just can't talk about everything um, on here, but we're going to move on to our Patreon uh, podcast, uh, do some coaching corner, uh, answer questions that we've gotten from our subscribers on that. Um, and you too can be a Patreon uh, subscriber to Indiana Runner. D uh, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Indiana Runner, $5 a month. Um, and you're going to get, if you like Indiana High School cross country uh, and track and field, you will definitely get uh, $5 worth of content. Help us on our goal to 60 subscribers in our first year. Thank All you, right. buddy. We appreciate your support. I will see you on the other side. I love my guys. I love my little dudes. They're my little guys. I love them.